Hello. This week we are talking about why you should get yourself off Instagram. My name's Anna Lagrange and I am one half of Baba Business, the Birth and Baby Business Academy. Hi, my name's Liz and I am the other half of Baba. Um, and welcome to today's podcast. Before we delve into this topic, can I just remind you to hit the subscribe button if you're listening to this on a podcast um, or follow, follow or, or subscribe. Um, and if you're watching us on YouTube, we would love it if you would also um, subscribe to our channel, leave us a comment um, so that we can keep doing this. Yay. So why are we telling people to get off Instagram, Liz? I know. I mean, people we love Instagram. Why would we tell people to get off it? I know we love Instagram. I know. I think um, when people see that title, "Get Off Instagram," it's going to be. It, it might be a little bit confronting, but it's it's something I have to say to myself a lot of, a lot of the time because it's so addictive, and that is, you know, the power of social media. But ultimately, what we want this episode to really communicate to people is that if you are putting all of your marketing efforts into Instagram to fill your in-person classes, then you need to look at diversifying your marketing strategy for sure, especially if it's not working and you're not getting people in your classes. Um, so that's what that's what we find, isn't it? That a lot of people, a lot of birth and baby business owners spend a lot of time trying to craft the perfect posts um, and then they can feel quite disappointed when they put a post out there and they don't get anything back. Yeah, I think that's so true. We hear people saying that they they're fed up with um, they're fed up with. Um, sorry, I've got terrible feedback. I'm going to have to pause. I don't know if to start again or not. That's what I'm just thinking. But stop now. I will edit this yeah. out. I'll just edit out. Yeah, so it's often people, you know, they'll do a post about a service or something and then they haven't had any, um, you know, interest or maybe their Instagram's grown to maybe, I don't know, 100, 150 people, but they've noticed that it's mostly professionals. It's not the parents that they want and they're sort of feeling a little bit despondent about it. And so we always say that, especially if you've got an in-person service, it could be classes, it could be something else, it could be one-to-one or maybe, you know, you're a doula and you work with people in their homes, whatever it is, um, you've got to have more than just Instagram for marketing your services. And actually the Instagram should definitely not be something that takes up a lot of your time because for those services, it is... um, Generally, especially when you're starting out, it is the in-person networking and um, helping people to know what you do in your local area that's really going to get you started and grow you in the beginning. Um, but you should absolutely have an online presence. And Instagram is such a great free place to mm. do that, isn't it? It's almost like having your own little website. Um, yeah, but like you said, I think people get really caught up with making posts that are perfect as in the Mm. content's just right or they you know they want it to land just right and but you know you've got to think about it like when was the last time you bought something after just seeing one Instagram post have you ever bought something after just seeing one Instagram post I don't think I ever have I'm such a picky buyer it takes me it takes me ages to 
to make a decision. And, you know, I think just going back to what you were you were saying about um, Instagram there, I think it's really important that people don't get confused listening to this podcast and think, oh, I don't need to be on Instagram. Like, actually, if, if your ideal clients hang out on Instagram, you do need a, a presence there. But what we're trying to get across is please don't put all your eggs in one basket Please don't think that just posting one post, like Anna was saying, is going to fill your classes. And please don't spend all of your precious time. We know you don't have very much time. So don't spend all your precious time just focusing on Instagram and getting stuck into the ether of the scroll yourself, which is what happens um, quite a lot. So you do need an Instagram strategy that suits you in terms of the time you have available, the type of business that you have. But we just want you to understand that if you are working, if you're starting out and you're working in person, just please get out there in your local community and start making those connections, start building those relationships, because that's probably going to have a much quicker return on in terms of clients than spending all your time focusing on Instagram. So it's about kind of creating that sort of balance and judging what's bringing you more in terms of clients and inquiries and connections um, and then focusing more in on 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 that aspect yeah definitely I think it's good to look at Instagram as a yeah it's a tool it's somewhere where if someone hears your name or if they see a leaflet for example or a flyer or they and maybe they've heard someone else mention you then they'll be like oh okay let me look that person up on Instagram and then they'll find all your great content so that's where to think about it it's not necessarily you know that's um where people might go and look you up and then start following you um it's really important isn't it to use Instagram as it is supposed to be used which is like as a networking tool in itself it's supposed to be a community building tool Instagram wants us to be interacting with other people um they want us to be um yeah they want us to be social on there because yeah. it's very easy again to just get very um hooked into the sorts of people we're following um mm-hmm. we've got to remember that if we want clients on instagram we've got to go we've got to be engaging with those people as well does that make sense you've got to be able to engage with those people for instagram to actually show them your stuff you've got to be in so that's quite yeah. tricky isn't it in the birth and baby world when you're when when um, parents are your ideal client or parents to be. Yeah, because they might quite often have private profiles, but something that you can that you can do, which we we love and, you know, I in particular really enjoy doing it is breadcrumbing. So, you know, you can when you're on Instagram or Facebook is if you are, um, let's say on Instagram, because that's what we're focusing on. But if you see. Um, a, a business is maybe a larger organization than than yours and they've got a post and you love the post and you really resonate with it go on there and comment on on that post and like give your thoughts give your ideas be genuine about it and then people who follow them will see you know your business name which hopefully is reflective of of what you do they'll see your comment and your ideal clients be like oh I really resonate with what they're saying let's take a look at them click on you and see that you are um you know a business providing whatever whatever service it is in the birth and baby world um and so doing it that way you're kind of like sprinkling the breadcrumbs and leading people to you and that is worthwhile doing on Instagram but again don't get bogged down don't get like stuck in a uh, a scroll hole like I like like 
can't stop using that term because it rhymes. But what you can do to make to make the most of your time is you can select to see when the you know those particular businesses that you want to follow who you know have a large following. Um, you can set it so that your notification you get a notification when they post. And so you can see when they post, have a look if it resonates with you, comment, and you're just sprinkling those breadcrumbs. And let's say, you know, you do that maybe five, like spend five minutes a day doing that. Like don't, uh, or not even a day, if that sounds overwhelming, like a couple of times a week, just to sprinkle those breadcrumbs around. So Instagram is more than just doing a post and running away, but it's also not the only thing that you should be doing or it shouldn't be the thing that you're spending all your time on no definitely or even I'd say most of your time if what you're what you do is in person so the other things that we encourage you to do at Bama Business is um well definitely you want to become the person in your local area that is known for what you do by anybody so let's say you're a hypnobirthing instructor um the ideal is that in your local area when mums are talking or mums or parents to be are talking and they're like oh you know how did you do your birth prep they're like oh go and see go and see Liz or go and see Anne or whatever um that's what you want you want people to know your name at the local shops the local cafe you want people on their local Facebook groups to be talking about you when people are looking for something does your service so the only way you can do that and you can do that slightly on Instagram but it's really important that you sort of talk about what you do with everybody that you see and try and make connections with other businesses um Mm -hmm. who are in a similar field we've done other podcasts on this we won't go into it loads today but that is probably one of the most important things you can do in the beginning when you're setting up but also as you want to grow um and the other thing I think that's really important for people to know is that your Instagram stuff belongs to Meta. It doesn't really belong to you. And because of yeah. that, it's not particularly secure. So you could have you could have a million followers and yet your Instagram account could be taken down. It could be anything could happen to that. And suddenly those people won't be able to see your content. So it's really important that you find a way for your business to build up gathering contact details of or ideally email addresses of the people who... Um, are interested in what you do so having some kind of email list building is really vital and you can do that in person as well as online um making sure that you've got and that means that you then have people to market to no matter what happens on instagram yeah yeah that is such a good point um it's you know it's it's horrible to think you spend so much time on these platforms and then they can just be taken away and you have to completely start from scratch when you've worked so hard like it's just it it's um it's horrible so when we're when we're thinking about I loved how you said like just tell everybody what you do what you do and all that sort of stuff that's so important and sometimes we really shy away from it like I've even done it myself you know where someone says what do you do and I think oh can't be bothered to explain everything you know so um I might you know I might sort of shy away from it not so much now but definitely um in the past but what you need to do is get really comfortable with saying what you do and who you are and say it proudly so we we did a post on Instagram um last week where we we invited people to comment with like what you know introducing themselves and what they do and it was so interesting to see all these different businesses and how people approach that and what they say about themselves and what they and their business um and so getting familiar and um feeling comfortable and confident doing that 
I think is uh, is really important so that when you are when you do have an opportunity to network or to meet new people that you, it just comes out and it feels normal and natural yeah something that um we did in a post about some of our more um I don't want to say embarrassing because we don't regret any of it but some of the kind of out there things <laughs> that we cringe yeah. that's the word cringe things that we've done for, to promote our businesses and something that really comes to mind for me which I think is possibly a missed something that other people miss when they're setting on a business is I became really involved in my local community groups that were on the subject that I was in so got a bit activist around it and we worked anything to do with the children's centers when they were looking at closing the children's centers yeah. I got involved with that and like would go to the marches and just like met parents you know met other people got to know them um I got involved in some like local breastfeeding stuff as well so really just finding out like what is going on in your community for young families mm. or expectant families like what what services are available to them there where are the gaps like where can you you know be a loud voice if you like in your local communities that people know who you are the other thing I did for which I found in, I'm gonna be honest I found it incredibly hard I didn't do it very much but I actually I went and volunteered sometimes or went along to the MPV meetings so that's mm-hmm. your um midwifery voices partnership meetings for the local um for the local uh, NHS trust yeah. um and anyone as far as I know anyone can go to those um especially if you work in the field they usually welcome other people and again it was just getting to know other people in my line of work getting my name out there um mm-hmm. obviously if anything about breastfeeding came up I could I could kind of share what I you know my thoughts so that's another way so there's all sorts of forums and things like that around yeah um that you can get involved in that again is going to help look these are things you have to do for free and they don't they take up mm-hmm. your time but it can be such a great way um to to let people know who you are and what you're offering yeah definitely so any opportunities to speak or to get on podcasts these are all like great mm. things to start spreading awareness of who you are and what you do um so you start seeking those things out I mean it might be going into somebody else's Facebook group like let's say that there's a local uh, pregnancy yoga teacher and she has uh, has a Facebook group and maybe what you offer um could really support and help her clients so likelihood is she's going to have a Facebook group or, or a following or something on Instagram so that'd be a great opportunity to do an Instagram live or, or go in her group and do a Facebook live you know those are times when you can like you can really make the most of being on Instagram where you're still targeting those in-person people but brilliant if you get to go and speak in person at somebody's um class or at a free event or anything like that like look at look out for those opportunities or or if you can't find those opportunities create them reach out to people and say hey I love what you do you you know I offer this do you think maybe we could collaborate in some way um and building those kind of relationships are like just amazing for birth and baby businesses yeah, we had a, cu- a couple of members who decided to just invite all of their local birth and baby business people to a to like a, mm-hmm. a lunch or a coffee or something, and they had absolutely loads of people come. And it's such a it's such a great. First of all, it stops the work being quite so lonely because it can be a bit lonely, can't it? Sometimes working yeah. yourself, but also just building that network and letting people know what you do is invaluable. And like Liz said, you can do it in person, but you can, you can do it online as well. Um, and it's just 
this stuff, I can't reiterate enough, this stuff is connecting with people. It's so much more important than creating a viral post, for example. Yeah. You know what I mean? It really is that real in-person um, mm. communication. I mean, we've had a couple of posts that have gone viral-ish. Um, and honestly, the people who have seen them, who love them, are not our customers. They're very far from our customers. So they're almost like, it's, in a way, it's been nice. It's been good because it's helped Instagram share our stuff more. So it's yeah. good for the algorithm. But as far as getting sales and that kind of, no, it hasn't, it has not, you know, yeah. directly fed into sales at all. So um, I think we get so kind of obsessed with numbers, with followers, with, you know, what, you know, how many likes, how many views, and that's those statistics can be useful, but um, it's you know it's so much more from about it's more about these real relationship building, real conversations with real people, um, yeah. and that's the best, that's the smart way to use Instagram. And I thought we could finish up sort of talking about okay, so people they want they knew they use Instagram, how can they make it really quick and easy for themselves so they're utilizing it in a smart way so that they can mm-hmm. spend the time doing these other things in their business that we've been talking about? Yeah, so well, we just happen to have a freebie, which is a 30-day social media scheduler. And I just wanted to um let everybody know that we actually use this as well. Like yeah. we use this to help formulate our own Instagram strategy. Um even if you're just using it for ideas, if you don't want to follow the entire structure, it's so important, I find, for me personally, to have somewhere to start. Because if you sit down to do social media, for some people, it can feel really overwhelmed. It's like, well, there's so much I could talk about, or actually, I've got no ideas. So when you've got something to help you uh, that is like a guide, I think it just makes things go much quicker. And you can create the graphics, create a bit of uh, copies to go on it, schedule it. Bingo, bongo, there you go. Yeah, absolutely. Anything you can do to make it really, really easy. And something else we were talking about is, um, and you know, we've heard it's going to be quite a trend for this year, is to really utilise stories. And the nice thing about stories is they don't necessarily need a lot of thought. You can just pop on and just... We know that, like us, your business is in your head all the time. Um, And so really, any time you're thinking about parents, classes, um, you know, what's going on out there in the birth world just say it out loud in your stories let people yeah. get to know you um mm-hmm. and you can share your personal stuff as well I I use my mindful breastfeeding school stories a lot just for what's going on with me people love it people are nosy you don't have to be sharing lots of stuff about your kids or your kids faces or any of that kind of stuff mm. but you know just what you're up to people love it any of that kind of stuff so I think ideas for stories are, are really useful as well and that is quite a, a quick and easy way to mm to to use Instagram in a way that's not gonna you're not gonna be sitting there for ages thinking oh my god what am I gonna share because you can really just share what's ever on your mind yeah I know but it it, to be fair to people listening to this might be going oh what's right for you Anna you've been doing this for years this feels really scary to me and I understand that I used to hate stories and um now I just find it really easy I'm so much more relaxed with it but even right at the beginning of Baba I was saying to you oh I hate stories but now I'm like you can't get me off there (laughs) it's um it's a great way to to connect with people so I think the trick with stories is just to get started and then you get into a bit of a rhythm and it just feels so much easier it's like like with everything once you get one try not to feel too 
um, like like people are judging you or watching. Well, they are watching you, but that people are judging you or, you know, um, criticizing you. You know, it, it's it's there for 24 hours and then it's gone, never to be recovered again. You can always delete it as well if it was proper cringe, but just just get going with it and just try not to care too much about what people might think because the likelihood is that they aren't thinking what you think they're thinking. Like you can't possibly imagine what goes on in other people's heads. So just try to let that go. One of the other nice things about stories, and I've said we weren't going to like talk about Instagram too much on here, but here I am talking about it. One of the things I love about stories when you've got under 10,000 followers you can't do a swipe up, so but you can link on stories. So any post that you do or any time you want to share an offering, you can just do a direct link straight there in stories. So in some ways, stories are great for that because it yeah. means that people can be suited. It gives people a really easy way to book with you yeah. um, because they'll just watch your stories and it's just like book. So just do a lovely call to action and give them a link. And then you can they can just they don't have to go and find your bio and all this kind of stuff. And people love a lazy way to book, don't they? So. Yeah. And you can you can really share a post on your stories every single day leading up to something starting. And that's an extremely quick and easy way to be putting content out there that literally takes seconds. Yeah, definitely. Great. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening or yeah. watching. I hope that you found this episode useful. As ever, we will be back with another episode next week. But what we wanted to just mention at the end of this um podcast is that you'll be listening to maybe listening to this when it drops on monday the 15th and we have our first ever planning session on the 16th of january um which is called uh, baby steps to big profits and that is um that is going to be a great session to help you get clear on 2024 set your goals for the year set your goals for the quarter um, we've, we've got it all planned out and we're dead, dead excited about it. So there's still the opportunity for you to book onto that. If you're listening to this on Monday or early Tuesday morning, UK time, you, we'll put a link in the show notes so that um, you can check it out. But we'd love to see you there. We would. And don't forget to um, share and subscribe um, our podcast and YouTube so that we can um, share this stuff with as many people as possible. And we'll see you all next week. Bye. Yay, bye.